last we- time on Dunkings and Drag Screens, our heroes were able to go to the Tower of the Twin Snakes, hoping to vanquish the Black Mamba once and for all. What they found instead were a variety of floors with the Mamba's terrifying henchmen. At the top, rather than finding Mamba, they found his most trusted lieutenant, Daedric the Fisher, who consumed pure Nixian and became a being of utter failure and chaos. Fortunately, our heroes were able to defeat Daedric the Fisher and recover the young champion. Now they find themselves ready to return to Mayor Brand Stephen of Teddy Garden to seek their reward for successfully recovering their champion. Okay, so uh, after your guys' uh, humbling defeat, uh, Daedric the Fisher, um, your party uh, squints against the bright sunlight of the Tower of Twin Snakes. The young champion, freed from the crushing influence of the Black Mamba, is conscious, but he's hardly alert. He seems ex- uh, super exhausted, like some sort of evil influence has uh, pushed him to take the usage of his soul to superhuman levels. Uh, well, normally if one's soul usage uh, gets that high, it rips their soul asunder and they become an evil blight on the land. But you seem to have gotten to him uh, before that happened. Um, you guys uh, steady the young champion and walk him back to the hamlet of Teddy Garden slowly, uh, requesting that the guards at the gate uh, take you to meet the Holy Virgin Mayor, Brand Stephen, at once to let him know that the champion is safe. Uh, people sort of start to pour out of their homes and line the streets as uh, the rumors circulate. The heroes were successful. They returned the champion to their homeland. And, and, you know, people are sort of pouring out in the streets. They're lining the halls and they're hailing you as heroes and sort of calling out to you as you sort of pass through the streets. So uh, let me see here. Uh, Jalen, you sort of noticed that, uh, you know, the young champion, uh, he seems like a little bit of, you know, sort of troubled as you guys are sort of, uh, you know, walking through the streets towards the mayor's big mansion. Is that my cue? Yeah, we're playing. We're good. We're in. Okay. Um, let's see. I have um, an investigation skill. Yeah, I mean, this one would probably come from more from your eroticism because it's a, a sort of an ability to read people. Um, would you like to sort of uh, sort of see if you can like uh, see what he's thinking, or see if you can sort of read his face and guess what he's thinking? Let's do that. Okay. Uh, what's your eroticism? Ten. And okay, so that's gonna be a zero addition. All right, seven. All right, so you can't really make out what um, he's really thinking. He just seems sort of, you know, very generally troubled. Uh, you, you other, you other guys can feel free. You guys are sort of just uh, walking along the streets. You've got like a little bit of time before you arrive at the mayor's house. So sort of what you talk about with the young champion in this time is sort of, you know, up to you or whether you guys want to even ask him anything. Well, I've got a, uh, I've got a plus two persuasion skill here. Yes, I was yeah, thinking. Yeah. I was, I was going to ask the, the the young champion. You know what? Terry Rozier should ask him. You know what? What? What the Black Mamba taught him in the Tower of the Twin Snakes? Okay. Like what? What was going on up there? Okay, that's a great question. Okay, yeah, you, you you're pretty persuasive. I mean, uh, you uh, he seems to sort of like uh, open up. You know, um, well, I, I sort of grew up outside this village. I don't know if you guys uh, know that. Um, sort of as the champion, I, I grew up in this this, um, this sort of this hamlet of losers called uh, uh, Saint Lou. Um, it's a uh, you know outside Teddy Garden. Um, this isn't really where I wanted to play, but we sort of uh, I sort of found myself under the protection of uh, the Black Mamba when I was growing up, and he was. You know, he was sort of my hero, and I didn't really believe any of the stories about what a, you know, a bad or evil guy he was. 
so you know when I came here and sort of became uh, Teddy Garden's champion, you know, I was I was really excited, um, you know, to start the job, but I was also a little disappointed that you know I was kind of on the opposite side of uh, the Black Mamba. So I just kind of thought I could, uh, you know, convince him that uh, you, you know that, he, that we were on the, the the side of righteousness. But I'm not sure that uh, that that was, you know, I'm still not really sure that he's a bad guy necessarily, to be honest. Yeah, Jason, it's uh, it's Berserker Smart over here. Because uh, I'm from Oklahoma, so I talk like this. <laughs> oh, uh, so Jason, when you were when you were over there yeah, with uh, Kobe, mm-hmm. do you do you uh, wanna do you wanna be on another team? Are you about the are you about this team, brother? No, no. I mean, it's it's nothing about the team. It's something about the principality of Teddy Garden. It's just, don't you guys like think it's like a little bit weird? Like, he, he, he kind of, like, lowers his voice a little bit. So, like, kind of the guards that are walking, you can't hear him. Rumor has it that there's, like, a shadow ruler of Teddy Garden. Now, I didn't really believe it uh, much at first. But, you know, you know, there's, you know, there are just these whispers that there's someone beyond uh, Mayor Brand Steven. I'm happy to be the garden, uh, the champion of Teddy Garden. But it's, you know, it's a lovely place to live. And I wouldn't trade it for anything. But there's been a lot of pattern of young champions before me sort of disappearing at the height of their powers and sort of like just going away. I mean, you guys obviously know the legend of our great protector, the mighty elder dragon, uh, Keji. Um, And, you know, he sort of smote every Teddy Garden attacker and, you know, solidified the principality's holdings. Um, You know, and everyone just says that we're so lucky that Keji chose to, you know, make his nest here. But, and he, you know, he kind of falls quiet for a second. I just wonder if perhaps KG was something more nefarious. Like I had seen the Great Elder Dragon defeat the Black Mamba, and his energy—it just didn't like felt right. It felt more like a demon than an actual dragon. And you know, I'm thankful that you know for the protection that he gave us. But I just wonder what the cost of that was if he was a demon. Um, and you know, if there is a shadow ruler, you know, I just want to know what happened to all the other young champions that sort of came before me. Tater, well, you're all, you're acting you're acting crazy. You're acting like after uh, Terry starts texting his uh that random dude, he keeps texting yeah. all the time and <laughs> laughing Ter- to himself like Ter- a weirdo. Terry Rozier here. Uh, I've I've had some uh, some 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 interactions with this with this shadow ruler that you're talking about. He actually you know he seems like a real great you, guy. You you know the shadow ruler? Oh yeah, me and him are me and him are best friends. We get we get we get coffee together all the time. You know we we hang out. We play our instruments together. It's, it's, yeah, your your imaginary your imaginary friends in quotation marks on my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me and him. It's... We play our we play our we play our bass drums together. That's the instrument I have on me. In case you didn't know, <laughs> uh, um... I've been carrying it the whole time. <laughs> bass drum. Yeah, it's a. Well, I mean, you you are a, you are a cool rogue, so it makes sense that you would carry around a bass. I can't think of a more stealthy instrument for a rogue to have regularly. All right, you know, um, your uh, your persuasion, your your passive persuasion seems to sort of work on him, uh, Terry. You know, he's he's taken very taken by your eroticism, um, and he, and he he sort of calms down a little bit and seems to you know not be uh, quite as troubled. Um, you know, you you, but you've you've now arrived. Um, as the gates are kind of thrown open to the lavish villa of Brand Stephen, um, you know, sort of the the virgin um, 
mayor of uh, of Teddy Garden. There's lots of uh, unhorny imagery. Um, you know, you can see all these decorations where there's absolutely no sex in them. Um, the only music is Gregorian chant. Um, all flowers that look even a little bit like a vagina have been removed and sort of set ablaze. But other than that, it's a lovely villa. Um, he's sort of a... Uh, you sort of uh, they take you through like sort of an antechamber, and you enter this decorated main hall, and there's a sprawling table. And uh, Brand Stephen, he seems to be sort of conducting a meeting with like a, it looks like a half dozen or so people. Uh, it looks like they're the noble persons of Teddy Garden have all kind of gathered here for like a situation report. Um, and he's uh, Brand Stephen looks so relieved that you guys are back. You guys can sort of see a large uh, map of the city state. Uh, principality of Teddy Garden laid out on the table and you can see like little tiny like uh, figurines sort of indicating troop movement to sort of uh, you know demonstrate uh, Teddy Garden's military um, situation you guys can see like some figurines that you can guess sort of uh, you know uh, indicate the northern lizard people um, some that indicate the troops of the coward of Saxer which seem to be um, sort of going through some infighting right now um, the greased freak still has looks like he has very powerful um, troop movements, and uh, the stat nerds, of course, are always sort of lurking on the outside. Um, and on the edges, just past the horizon, you can make up a huge wall of like troop figurines that can only represent the golden warrior gods and their, you know, their evil reaper. Um, you feel really bad for the Virgin Mary. He seems to sort of, uh, you know, have his hands full. Uh, my warriors, welcome. What a what a splendid job you guys did. I was just having a strategy meeting like, with our nobles, uh, requesting the funds to, uh, you know, properly compensate you. Um, he shakes your hand, and he, his hand is very dry. It's not wet at all. He's a very dry boy. So I feel like guys... Al Horford as the uh, de facto leader of this small group. Mm -hmm. uh, Mayor Brand. Uh, yes. Our yes. mission our mission was was successful. Uh, the young champion is back, and. We'd like to know what we can do next to further our goal. Wow. Oh, boy. Um, like, you guys are reading my mind because I wanted, like, a little bit of extra and maybe to provide you with, like, some treasure from our town coffers, which I got to kind of, you know, run by the council over here to help you with uh, – I was hoping you guys would do exactly that, you know, kind of help us with some of our uh, more complicated problems. But uh, where are my manners? Let me first introduce you to the town nobles. Um he sort of spins around um, and he introduces you um, to this the, the first guy, um, and you kind of have to stop yourself from retching because um, this guy smells awful. Like he smells so bad, um, and you'll Brand's kind of waving you guys in closer to kind of meet him. Um, did you? What do you guys want to do about this? We gotta face. We gotta face our fears. This is Terry, so he's, he's gonna. Yeah, we approach. Yeah, we we approach. Okay. Um. All right, so uh, Jalen and Terry, um, you, uh, you you guys are fine. You guys uh, actually critically succeeded, and you're, you you seem to you find a way to sort of uh, m you know make your way through this. Um, Al, Al and, and Smarf, you guys are not as lucky, um, and you, the smell kind of overpowers you, and you guys kind of each take one point of damage um, and sort of recoil. But no, everyone else feels. You know, the, the other, uh, Jalen and Terry are sort of representing you guys well, so you guys don't seem rude. Um, this is Michael Flogger. Um, he's the town sewer king, and he manages the filth pits here in the city. 
Um, you know, here in Teddy Garden, rolling in the filth pits is like one of the favorite pastimes of our, you know, squealing, oinking citizens. Um, and he makes sure that all of our hogs have like the freshest excrement to sort of roll around on their plump little bodies and, you know, sort of absorb within themselves. So that's uh, that, that's always been his job in here. So I, I'm really happy to introduce you guys to Michael Flogger. Uh, Terry, uh, t- Terry, as he as he approaches uh, Mr. Mr. Flogger, he uses his uh, Terry's going to use his intimidation skill in an attempt to kind of, you know, kind of just show show Mr. Flogger there who's boss. Okay, uh, you roll the two, but since uh, Michael Flogger is so spineless, that's enough to pass. Um, <laughs> so you uh, you you have successfully intimidated uh, Michael Flogger, and he yes. sort of uh, scampers. Um, you know, behind some other people. Yeah, so uh, Terry, over- Terry gave him a look and, and played him a nice bass drum riff. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. Great. Thank you. Uh, over, over here we have the Groust Wickman, the richest financier in town and the proprietor of the Highland Mines, providing our town with, like, much of the gold that we have available. Uh, how, how do you do, gentlemen? <laughs> no, guys, oh, so guys, a few words. That's okay. Oh, sorry. Now that the stink is gone, I'm able to... Uh interact a little bit hi how are you nice yeah to meet you. yeah no i i got you believe me flogger he takes a, a little bit to get used to but you know a lot of the people who uh you know work in my minds and thank me they love michael flogger and the filth that he's able to provide our, our citizens with every day so really important role um brand kind of steers you guys away from him and towards uh, another guy um he just is a man who's got like a towering mound of hair it seems to like move and sway as though it's like alive. You've never seen someone with such erratic hair. And um, let me see. Wow. So Jalen, you you think you can almost hear like a, a whispering from deep inside the hair that says "kill me." Um, and uh, so Brand Brand lights up though. He doesn't seem to hear any of this. And he, um, here we have Mannix the Motley. Um, our, our town jester and uh, nonsense, nonsensical uh, babbler. Um, you know, he might seem a little bit silly, but he is one of the more wealthy man's, men in the world. And we love to, you know, sort of give him a platform and just let him, you know, say things because we think it's pretty funny. But he's also, you know, kind of powerful. I feel my coolness being sucked out of me. <laughs> I, I, think, I think we need to attack. <laughs> you want to attack up? No, hold on. What? He's draining my course. I think we're among <laughs> friends here, though. <laughs> Hold me back. Right. Is it possible for Terry to use his uh, his stealth skill to kind of just you know just kind of walk by him and, and kind of just take a swipe at the hair? Is that possible? <laughs> just to see what's going okay. on in that situation. Uh, well, well, it's too late. Jalen has already attempted to attack Mannix Tamatley, uh, but uh, Al Horford has uh, successfully grappled with him. Um, and is overpowered and sort of holding him in place. That's what Manix does. He's not, you, know, you can't really hear any of the words he's saying because they're just sort of uh, like gibberish. Yeah, but uh, Brand sort of can sense that this is like going nowhere fast. So he sort of uh, moves you guys along, like hurriedly pull it, moves you to the next uh, round of people. Uh, right here we have uh, the Oracle. He's sort of the voice of our Lord um, in these troubled times. Um, and then this is his uh, his partner, um, uh, one of our former champions, uh, one of the big heroes of the town. This is uh, Sir Thomas of the High Sun. Uh, uh, well, great, great to meet you, boys. Uh, great to hear everyone here. 
Yeah, no, they're a great-looking bunch here, Tom. Uh, we're very happy to meet you, and we're uh, glad that you were able to bring our champions back. Uh, what do you What do you think of these champions here, Tom? Boy, I tell you, I'm looking at this guy over here, and he looks like he cannot handle any of the smells. Uh, you know, he's going to need to get used to that um, if he's going to be here in Teddy Garden. Uh, right, Chara, Tom? So is is it possible for uh, for the group to to approach and kind of just you know pay their pay their respects to uh, the high sun? Well, you know I appreciate it, guys. It's great to meet you guys. Uh, Brand Stevens kind of moves you guys along, and he says that this is uh, one of the most popular members of our noble high council. This is the Lady Abigail, who sort of uh, keeps the peace um, in our fair city. Um, if anything were to happen to her, I'm sure things would uh, go off the rails immediately, and everyone would get real freaked out. So uh, we're glad that she's here. And, uh, you know, absent today is uh, a duke of one of our minor fiefdoms, a guy who kind of like worked his way up, uh, Sir William Simons. Um, and in his stead, he sort of sent uh, one of his vassals. Uh, this is uh, Verno Christopher. <laughs> All right. Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, it's Wednesday. We're here. Uh, and it's great to be here. Um, it's really great to just be here representing uh you know uh william of simon here uh in your uh your sort of stead champion so i welcome you uh, uh right in here so uh and then that's him just to wrap up the inter introductions okay. noble council these are our champions who have just returned to us our champion men will you please make sure that our champion is tended to and given the recovery he needs he sort of like gestures to some of the guards um of his villa and you, see, you sort of see Brand Stephen narrow his eyes and sort of say, you know, welcome back, Tatum, son of Jay. And, you know, he seems a little perturbed by that, but, you know, he lets himself be sort of led away into sort of an off room where it looks like they're going to treat um, some of his wounds. Oh, okay, well, now that's settled, I'd like to discuss our options. Um, namely, I'd like to sort of bring things back to what we were discovering, discussing um, when the champions were coming in and something I'd like for you guys to handle. We would like to reawaken the mind Sherpa. Um, you can kind of hear that there's tittering um, throughout the Noble Council. And, and Verno Christopher, he seems downright outraged by this. Well, I mean, this is ridiculous. We're talking about a guy who trapped the younger party members in the Twisting Nether and left them there to die. Uh, and that, that is not leadership. That is exactly why Sir William sent me here to make sure that this ridiculous and crazy thing did not happen. I mean, golly, uh, you, you gotta be kidding me with this. Uh, Brand, Brand Steven, I would like to, I would like to approach the Verno and use my animal handling skills because I've grown up in Oklahoma, uh, encouraging young steeds to reach their ultimate optimum condition. Well, Smurf, as you go to do that, you, it's funny, you actually are the only one who passed the perception check. So not only do you notice sort of a knife um, on the inside of Vernon's jacket, you sort of um, smell some glycerin um, and you sort of hear someone pouring something. Um, your brain is sort of struggling to like put together what that information means. But um, glycerin is something that's um, like typically used in bombs and it seems like something is going to happen here pretty quickly it, it, is really how do you want to react kind of kind of semi hard rock songs <laughs> glycerin yeah exactly that's exactly right um, um, 
but but you smart you're you're the only one who seems to sort of notice this so how do you want to react it seems like you've only got like you're only gonna have time to do one thing do you want to try and protect someone or do you want to like kind of go after vernon who seems to be armed despite this being a priest yeah stock? i think i would like to attack vernon directly and with aggression with my great axe all right so smart the ringer ends and the sherpa will get the ringer <laughs> Okay, so, uh, Smart, if you critically failed. <laughs> oh, no. Fuck. And um, as... <laughs> as... Oh, oh no. <laughs> um, so as your, as, your, as your axe... Your axe sort of flies out of your hand as you go to swing it at Vernon. And, like, uh, this, a shouldn't second... Have, shouldn't have ate that goddamn leg of lamb raw with my hands. As... as as you go in to do this, um, there's there's a there's a there's a bright f- flash of light, and you see like a, a total detonation um, of the room. You guys are all um, knocked down, um, except for Terry, who manages to uh, have enough reaction time to sort of find cover. Um, but uh, Al and Jalen, you guys are each going to take um, one point of damage um, in this blast and sort of be knocked prone off your feet. Um, Smart, you have the strength to sort of withstand the blast, um, but you 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 guys are a little bit um, disoriented, and you guys are kind of uh, like you kind of just only can really hear like a high pitched like um, sort of like beep noise as sort of your you've got tinnitus in your ears, like it was a really loud explosion. You can see like some of the guards have like poured into the room and they're sort of grabbing some of the uh, lesser nobles. Um, you can see that Bran Steven is sort of rolling around on the floor. He looks like pretty badly burned and hurt. Um, and you can see that, um, you know, uh, Smarf's, uh, Smarf's axe actually seems to have lodged itself in Bran Steven's arm. Um, it got caught in the explosion and seems to have hit him. Uh, My bad, Bran. My bad. He, he looks like he's hurt, but the, the sort of you can see... Uh, you can't tell which of the nobles are hurt or not, but that their their personal guards seem to be sort of rushing them out into like the east and west wing of the uh, of of the of the manor, and you can sort of see uh, Verno Christopher sort of stand up. He he looks largely unhurt. It's almost like he expected this bomb to go off. I think so. So Terry, you know, having having been able to avoid the blast, having the reaction time, I think he's going to use. Uh, we're going to go with the. Uh, we're gonna go with the uh, the short bow here, and I think we're gonna we're gonna take a shot right at uh right at Mr. Bruno. Okay, so what? Not a coward, uh, not a coward Terry. Thank not you. a coward. What is your attack on your bow? Oh, plus five to hit. Plus five to hit. Okay, so uh, Terry, you you take aim at Verno. Um, unfortunately, um, he he's got some pretty serious armor that he looks like he might have got from some sort of like uh, uh, crime syndicate. Um, and your your bow thing sort of glances off him, and it doesn't seem to do much uh, damage. Is it what? possible to use the, uh, the the shut up the buster skill here, or no? And yeah, what what is shut up the busters? It's uh, double return, damage. Deal extra damage to one creature hit with an attack if you have an advantage on the attack roll, on okay. a, a, ra- a finesse or ranged weapon. Okay, so let's say yeah, because I think you were hidden. I'll say uh, so the tables. I'll say that you had kind of, because you had withstood the blast, you were able to sort of duck behind the tables. Um, all right, so I, I guess you do. What's the damage that you that you do on your roll or uh, with your bow? It's 1d what? 1d6 plus 3 piercing. 
Okay. So, oh wow. So, Terry, you're gonna go ahead and do, and you said it's double damage. It just says extra. I like, I like, I like double. I like double. That okay. sounds good to me. Okay, so you're gonna do ten damage to actually. You get, you, you catch Verno um, by surprise. He wasn't expecting you to bounce back from the, the, the um, to bounce back from that so, so quickly, and you sort of catch him, um, in his shoulder. Can I use my uh, cool cannon? Okay. So you're gonna, you're gonna go ahead. Yeah, I think those automatically hit. So the, and you're gonna shoot them all at Verno. Yes. This is you have three. Okay, so you're gonna do uh, seven damage to Verno um, in that amount of time. So it's a, that's a pretty good hit. You sort of staggered him already, like right off the bat. Um, he looks like he's uh, he's having a hard time, but he looks like he's sort of recovered. Now, now that was pretty rude of y'all to just go ahead and, and and just you know go ahead and shoot at a man like me uh, right like that. So you know I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna show you guys a little something about uh, you know down home cooking. Um, and he's he rushes uh, right at Smarf, um, but Vernon actually critically fails. Bitch. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, he, he actually um, trips and sort of stumbles right into your arms. So now you sort of have him in a grapple. Um, he's automatically lost a grapple um, check with you. So now you sort of have him um, grappled um, and with restrained, Smarf. Um, and it's actually your turn, so. Oh, guess what? You're getting the melee great axe right in the throat. <laughs> well, well, you'd have to let, you'd have to let him, you don't have your great axe. Um, it's about 20 feet what? away in, red, oh, in Grand Stevens' arms. And X. And X, <laughs> Can we talk to him? Can we question him? Now that um, we... Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's it's up to you with your turn. You guys are in combat right now, so you need to kind of... Um, do you want to try and, like, restrain him and overpower him, Lucky? Maybe, like, choke him out? Or do you want to hit him All with right, the we'll hand axe? We'll go with the choke out. We'll go with the choke out. He's dying to kill him. It's very... <laughs> I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> I see blood, Lucky man. Lucky got a chance to kill Vernon Christopher, and he's not letting it go. Um, so we're all holding him back from killing him. <laughs> yes. All right, yeah, you beat the strength check by more than double. Um, so you've kind of, uh, you're, you're kind of uh, slowly choking out uh, Vernon, Vernon Christopher. Wait, wait, I'll talk, I'll talk. He's kind of like tapping your arm a little bit, so... Uh, it's up to you, uh, Smarf, what you want to do. If you want to press your advantage or you want to uh, relax a little and let him talk. Because I got 11 passive perception. I'm going to let him talk once. He gets he gets 10 seconds. Say what he's... what, what Why he knew the explosion was about to happen. Right, what so do yeah. you have planned? Look, look, we, we were sent here to make sure that uh, something bad wouldn't happen and that they wouldn't turn over the leadership of Teddy Garden to someone who was not capable of being a leader. And that person is the Mind Sherpa. I cannot believe that they would just let the Mind Sherpa get away with berating some, you know, younger party members. That's just, that's just ridiculous. Um, Al, Al, it seems to be your action now. Um, you could also, you know, if you wanted to, you could question um, him, or you could take a, you know, wind-up attack, which you would have advantage on, um, because uh, Smarf does have him restrained. Yeah, I'm really thinking about that. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm gonna do the uh, longsword, two-handed. You have advantage on this. Okay, so you. All right, so you um, pass, and that's one d8 damage plus something. Yep, plus three. Okay. All right, so you're. You know. No, um, you, you do get a good slash in. His armor protects him from a lot of it, but you do get a pretty good cut in um, with Smarf kind of holding him there. You know, you probably wouldn't have been able to hit him otherwise, but um, Smarf is kind of holding him in place. All right, keep talking, Verno, or else this gets worse. All right, well, it's it's uh, it's Terry's back to Terry's turn now. So Terry, do you want to um, do you want to question him? Or do you, would you like to try to torture Christopher Verno? <laughs> For, uh, for more information, or um, I want to I want to ask uh, Christopher if he's if he just answers to the William of Simon or if he has another more dubious uh, overlord. Uh, are you just asking him? I'd like to ask him, but I also want to hit him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll save the question one for me. It's a, bonus, it's a bonus action. <laughs> okay. Um, because you have advantage. Okay, so you try to hit him, but it doesn't really hurt him. It kind of glances off of his armor, but you ask him that. He's like, I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> what, are you crazy? Um, so Vernon is, is really struggling against this. So he's going to try and make a strength check against you, Lucky. So you're gonna need to win with this advantage. Okay, you keep uh, you keep uh, Vernon Christopher restrained. So, hey, uh, so, hey, Verno. Even though why don't you go oh. suck on these? Fuck Thanksgiving and fuck the fuck the ringer and William <laughs> the ringy. What is it in this one? Well, we, we I don't know what you're talking William about. Who do you work for, Verno? <laughs> Who's William of Simmons? Work? I think we need to dig for some more information. Can, can we can we use deception? Time. Maybe maybe, yeah. maybe trick him to uh, into giving up who sent him, why he's here. You do have um, an illusion, uh, a minor illusion spell, I think, um, Jalen. So do you want to try and deceive him with that? A combination of that and your uh, your your um, eroticism. Yes, absolutely. The coolness, cool manipulation. Is that it? Yeah, that sounds like it. Yeah. All right, I want to use my cool manipulation. Okay, so let me see. Uh, Vernon's not, or Verno is not stupid, so um, it's not very likely this will work. Um, <laughs> oh my fucking god, you, you guys are so fucking lucky. <laughs> right. So Matt rolled the natural twenty against Verno's five, so um, you managed to create. Um, even though you don't know what. Um, what uh, Sir William Simons looks like at all, you still managed to create an illusion of him that for some reason, um, perhaps the lack of oxygen in his brain manages to um, uh, convince Verno that it's him. Oh, oh God dang, that, look, that, that, that illusion looks like somebody that's ODing off that, that new drug that's going around, uh, Trojan? Uh, no, 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 Rome, Ramon? <laughs> It's like, Jesus. I don't know, it gives you this energy in your midsection. He's, look at look at his eyes. Look at those eyes. Hey, Duke guy here. Um, really great to see you, Verno. Uh, I just wanted to, you to remind me uh, why you uh, were trying to, um, uh, what did I order you to do again? Uh, I'm all, I'm all put off of these men. Well, y you know, boss, you know why I'm here. 
First of all, it's uh, the easiest way to sort of protect our homes is with Simply Safe. We enter the promo code BS in Ram's Blood Runes outside of our hovels, and Simply Safe guarantees the strongest magical barriers to prevent us from being ripped to shreds by manticores. So, of course, I was selling Simply Safe runes first and foremost. But then, secondly, uh, you sent me and Kevin O'Bomber here to sort of infiltrate this and, uh, you know, kill the leadership of Teddy Garden so we could install you as the new leader of Teddy Garden. Uh, just in case they were trying to summon some sort of uprising against uh, uh, bringing back the Mind Sherpa, because we all know that y you think the Mind Sherpa is not a fit leader. This is very concerning. Um, to me, we have not found Kevin O'Connor. Can I use my um, detect uncool? Well, it's, it's, hold on, it's, it's not Kevin O'Connor. That's a real person. This is Kevin Obama, a very different person, <laughs> um, a made-up um, assassin. Can I instantly activate my detect uncool? Uh, yeah, yeah. If you, if, well, I, I'm. You're technically still in combat, so you need to wait until your next turn. Um, it's Al's turn. But do, do you think? Uh, Kevin would like to see you as a friend. If you let him go, he might attack you. Um, so uh, you, you might need to wait. Well, what, what is is that a bonus action? Detect uncool? Does it say there? No. Yeah. So now we know that William of Simon is kind of behind the bombing, and there could be a Kevin O'Bomber situation too. But I think we're I think we've got enough information from from. What is he, Chris? Chris Averno? Verno Christopher. Verno Christopher. Verno, yes, we've got enough information for Verno Christopher. I'm ready to just take this guy out. He's he's a slug to me. <laughs> okay, so, so you're, you're gonna hit him with your. Uh, don't forget you have like a weapon enhancement. You've got a, a, a protect the rim, or I believe is what I called it. Um, yep, meet at the rim. Meet at the rim. Yeah, that's what it is. Yep. So you can um, you can enhance twice a day. You can enhance your weapon. Uh, in yeah. between long runs for more damage. Um, okay. So well, whenever you want to do that, that's totally up to you, though. Yep. So during our last campaign, I got up to level two, which uh, gives me meet the meet at the rim. So let's double up the longsword, mm -hmm. melee weapon attack, five to hit. Okay. So you do. Okay. Let's see if you critical. You don't. Okay. Um, and it's uh, plus eight. And then what's the, how much One extra eight, damage three. on your ability? 1d8 plus what is it? Three. Okay, and then what's the extra damage on your other, um, uh, on the, um, on your ability, meet at the rim? The extra damage is 2d8. Oh, wow. Shit. Okay, well. Eh, okay, it ended up. So you, then you, so you did 11 plus 8, so that's a big hit. You hit him for 19. Wow. So you're at, uh, yeah, so Vernon's uh, Verno is is in the hurt tank. He looks pretty damaged. It looks like he's he's losing some of his strength. So now he won't even have advantages on attack rolls um, when he tries to break free. Uh, Terry, it's your turn um, now in the combat. So is, is it uh, so? What's what's so? You said he's he's you know looking a little weak now. Is it possible? You know what's what's the deal with his armor? Is it still you know full strength there? Or is it? Yeah, his armor is full strength. He's just like he lo himself looks tired and looks like he's losing strength. So, Terry's mm. so, so fast you can run, dude. Yeah. Kick his fucking asshole. He's, he's got great armor by Indochino. Um, <laughs> it's like it was ordered custom fit, custom to fit. Um, 
So it looks like you're not going to be able to, to penetrate that. Oh yeah, that is much better than the uh, the Mac Weld that the uh, the the Statners had. Um, yeah. Mac <laughs> <laughs> Weld dome, come on man. So is it? I'm in the balls and branch. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I think I want to. Uh, I think I want to try to try to persuade him again. I want to. I want to. But this time I'm asking him the question is the main action because because okay. I think so gonna, you know he's. You're gonna he's use really... your. You're gonna use your advanced eroticism to sort of. Uh, yeah. Know, yeah. So I want to ask him. You know, you mentioned a uh, when you were talking to William of of, of Simon. You mentioned a. Uh, you mentioned a, another person, a Kevin O something. I don't remember what it was, but a Kevin O something and. Oh, I, well, don't don't just say it like that. Don't just say Kevin O'Bomber. Bomber. I mean, he he's a he's a legend. He's Kevin O'Bomber, aka Kevin O'Rodder, aka Kevin O'Thotter, aka Kevin O'Krampus, aka Kevin O'Catholic, aka Kevin Blagojevich, aka Kevin O'No Snitch, aka Kevin O'Sonic Memes, aka Kevin a Big Cream, aka Kevin a Crank King, aka Kevin the Crank King. <laughs> Well, 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 well. It's like spitting blood. Um, it looks like he's taken some about three points of damage from that. Um, he looks like he bit his tongue <laughs> from uh, getting himself a little too wound up off of that. So, 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 Mr. Christopher, is this, if if this Kevin O, if this Kevin O, whatever was here, would it be possible for him to? You know, for for him to defend himself, if 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 you think he, we're calling him bad well, names. Now, now listen here, he is a world famous assassin. He be you 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 guys wouldn't even be able to catch him if you if you found piss on wrath. He's he's bleeding very badly. He really fucked up his tongue. Um, okay, so, so himself ter- ter- Terry's gonna take his uh. So Terry kind of realizes something's afoot. He's, he hears this. He hears about an assassin. He hears, you know, he wouldn't, wouldn't be able to handle him. So, so Terry's going to take his his bonus action, all about the cook life, and he's going to he's going to use that to to use the hide action and just hide and try to get, you know, okay, trying to, trying to get out of the way here. See if see if. All right. So you're going to move away out of the site. You've got thirty points because you're not using dash. You're using hide. Okay, you're going to try and all right. All right, so I'm gonna say you see so you kind of break, uh, kind of duck behind some of the long overturned tables and sort of hide from Vernon Christopher, because uh, he's the only bad guy you can see right now. But you've successfully hidden from him and maybe anyone else who might not have had uh, eye contact with you. Smash his face in, Marcus. <laughs> uh, well, hold on, it's it's Vernon Christopher. Vernon Christopher's um, time again. Um, he does not have the same bonus on. Trying to break the grip, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, so Smarf has just still got him. <laughs> death grip. Pop his head right you off. Got, you got the death grip. Bite him. <laughs> Do you want to try and pull his head off? That would take a, a lot of strength. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm about that life. You're not about that life. And I'm done with your lies and, and trying to affect the narrative of our group of guys we like the sherpa of minds i like doing lots of psychedelic drugs it keeps my bestiality and really aggressive nature at bay uh except when i'm in the throes of a game situation in which i cannot be trusted (laughs) however you're dead to me and i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna kill you with a slit to the throat 
but using my being about that life special ability. Oh, okay, so you now you have you have don't you do deal double damage with your attacks. Okay, unfortunately, Marcus, um, even with your advantage on your strength rolls, you still um, can't quite penetrate his armor. Uh, it seems like uh, it was made custom to order, and it looks great. Um, and it looks like if he wasn't satisfied with it at any point in time, he could have, uh, you know, mailed it back um, in exchange for something that did fit correctly. Um, Indochino, uh, which serves all of uh, needs of the people. It is going to be um, Jalen's turn now. Endo chain mail. Endo chain. Yes. Um, I do have this detect uncool thing. Uh, okay. Do you guys think I should use that, or should I just uh, should we try to finish off Verno? Well, bear in mind that think, if yeah. Kevin Obama is cool and he's a, a giant big dick pimp, it's not gonna it's not gonna, oh. not gonna come up on a. Uh, Detect cool. Oh, um, we'll only find. Um, we'll only find unseen people. Jalen, Jalen, this guy is dead to us. We know we want med- medicinal grade psychotropic medicine that our Sherpa brings us on a daily basis. We do not want to mess that up. <laughs> so let's just end this and get to them. <laughs> Smarf is really pushing for you to. Fucking kill <laughs> Chris Burno. I want to use my I'm beam up. cool cantrip to kill Burno. Okay. Wow. Yeah. You get him, and then how much damage? D six. One D eight. One D eight. Oh whoa. What does more damage than I thought? No. Uh, no pluses or anything. All right. So you're you're very cool at Verno and it does some damage to him, but it still looks like he's uh, hanging in there. Uh, Al, it's your. It's now your turn. So he's still alive. Um, Just to be clear, this was a, this was a boss fight that you guys luck rolled into holding him in place for. Okay. Yeah, he's in a in a rough spot. I think we can intimidate him into getting the rest of the information that we need. Okay, plus two to eroticism. <laughs> okay, so you critically fail at intimidating him. You actually make him feel a little bit better about not telling you guys anything. Look. Uh, you kind of, you know, you, you make him, you tell him that, like, uh, you look, you might die here, but the only way uh, you're gonna get out of this okay is if you don't tell us anything. And you, <laughs> and, and he's like, yeah, okay. And you realize your mistake. <laughs> we're gonna go with the, the, the short bow, and we're gonna, uh, we're, we're just gonna shoot right at him. You know, we're just, okay. we're just gonna, we're just gonna try to take him out right, right. here. Yeah, you're still gonna need to navigate out of his eyesight to get the um, benefit of your thing but you can do that pretty easily you just well, so if, if i'm in the hide, if, if i'm in the hiding space he can't see me anyway right yeah you because you just sort of crouch and move along the overturned table to like a different part of the overturned table oh okay, okay. you pop out yeah you have 30 speed uh feet of movement that you can use with any attack so it's fine so terry you pull out your bow and shoot uh vernon pretty much through the eye um and and kill him um you managed to not hit Smart. It was a little bit of a tricky shot there. Uh, I forgot to kind of account for that. But you do uh, kind of kill Vernon. So now, uh, Verno, you are you're kind of holding a corpse now, uh, Smart. You guys are uh, out of combat. Can we loot him? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, you pat him down. You find some um, premium um, Indochain mail. Um, 
and you also find uh, some, uh, you find like a, a cool dagger. Um, it looks like it might have been magical. Really would have been cool if you guys could have seen what this dagger did um, in a fight, but unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I take that? Can I put that in my inventory? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So I'm, I'm kind of curious uh, to see what it does. So, Christopher, you now have Christopher Verno's uh, dagger. Uh, what should I do with this tin of magic chewing tobacco? <laughs> um, you can keep that. It's a uh, tit dip. It's actually uh, magic okay. dip. So that's okay. actually for you as well. You could add that to your inventory. Uh, you guys also find an insignia of sort of like a a, a circular object. Um, seems to be like um something that he was wearing deep inside looks like it might be some sort of uh, emblem or, or, or something for a some sort of secret society or something like that, that the qr code for the, the slack channel <laughs> Spack, Spack channel. well the slack uh you, you know it actually does have um looks like something to call in a pigeons for a slack um to sort of exchange <laughs> in their uh, their pigeon slack so it looks like you might be able to get some messages out if you need to. So if we right. wanted to send if we wanted to send a message, would it be would would the other uh, would his cohort see it as from Verno Christopher? The yeah, Christopher? It, it would come from his Slack pigeon, but also you would need to sort of capture his cadence and winning observations. So I don't know if you guys could hope to do that. He's always giving uh, Verno, Verno is known for his uh, uh, tactful and um, nuanced um, takes. So Brand Steven was hit in the arm with an axe. Should we go yeah. check on him? And... Yeah, yeah. Do you guys want to go do that? He, he's still face down. It doesn't look like he's moving much. There's nobody else in the hall besides you guys. You guys that you guys can see. Does Brand have any? Uh, does he have any bodyguards like the other royals, or, or, or is it just he's he's on his own kind of? You can kind of see. Um, it looks like they were the ones who were primarily hit. So it looks like the bomb went off. Um, kind of along the wall where Brand Steven had all of his bodyguards um they all are some of them are in pieces like those guys are hella dead um but brand and brand took a pretty good hit but it looks like the uh, the bodyguards of the lesser nobles are sort of able to evacuate um a lot of them it looks like uh, uh sir thomas uh the uh, Sir Thomas of the High Sun, uh, the Oracle, and Mannix the Motley were able to sort of peel off into the East Wing. And it looks like uh, Michael Flogger, Lady Abigail, and Grouse Wickman were able to sort of move themselves into the West Wing. Um, so uh, you guys are kind of left here in the main hall. As Brand Stevens kind of being the only person that we really trust here, I think we go over to him. Well, well he's, he's out cold. Uh, oh, okay, okay. You, you get close and you kind of see he's bleeding quite a bit and he's pretty badly burned. He, he took a real hit from this bomb. Um, if someone were able to sort of notice that the, something was wrong and maybe warn Brad, Brand Steven, he might not have taken this damage. Um, but it seems like he uh, the, the, the uh, an attack was made on Christopher Vernon instead. I, I think with my history skills, um, I might want to uh, recall back to uh, why this coup attempt might be occurring. Okay, so you'd like to, to you make a history check on uh, the, the politics of Teddy Garden and what, be, what, might, what might be going on here. Okay. Um, he, he, you, you can't really remember. You, <laughs> you don't really... Uh, you didn't really uh, pay attention for that. Uh, Vernon Christopher might have known, but... Um, <laughs> you guys uh, did, wouldn't man. torture him because your, uh, your, your libs... Um, we're too, too weak to do what has to be done. Uh, we're 
bloodthirsty and we're out for revenge. I think we need to go after Mannix, find out where he ran. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would just suspect. like to, I would like to save Brand Stevens from. Like, is he, is he in stable condition? No. Is he no, gonna die if he's left? <laughs> he's bleeding profusely. You guys are he's kind of, of doing he's, history he's checks. The mind child of our, of our strength and togetherness. Yeah, no, he's, he's so. Uh, He's, he's probably I would like to use my survival skills to save okay. Bran Stevens. I don't know if you're going to be able to do that. That just sort of helps you. The only person who can really help Bran is um, Al with his... Um, uh, he does have help for the weak side, which he can I use. I have a plus to... one medicine skill. Oh, you do Focus have plus 12. I have plus three. Shit. Okay, That's do you want to try and stabilize Bran Steven? Absolutely. I'm going to stabilize him. Wokeness. Okay. Okay, um... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Lucky, you try to set his arm, but uh, you're too strong, and you seem to break it a little bit worse. Oh, um, shit. Just <laughs> pop it off. <laughs> so, um... Rand Stevens' arm is very badly mangled now. <laughs> seems like you might have actually hurt him a little bit worse. Oh, my God. Okay, this might kill him, but can I give it a shot with my own medicine skill? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you have plus three, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so you stabilize him. You do manage to bandage It's not perfect, but you, like, bandage him up. I know, you've at least sort of stopped the bleeding, um, and he, it looks like his breathing sort of settles in. It's not, like, ragged and scary anymore. So, looks like Brand Steven might make it. Yeah, so is, is, is it possible to, uh, to kind of... Because, you know, Mike, Michael Flogger, he left that big stench. Is it possible to kind of follow along oh yes. that's a good point yeah follow follow the bastard. follow the stench to kind of see where he went you know because obviously it affected uh al and and uh and and jaylen so much earlier so yeah. maybe they can kind of track it back no i mean yeah and it's it's pretty stinky so you wouldn't need much of a perception check to follow it um yeah you guys can definitely sort of smell all four of you can sort of smell his stench wafting off into the in through the west of the door out to the west wing <laughs> So, so do we get? Do we want to? Uh, do we want to follow him, boys? We're going boys, west. We go west. We go west. I mean, if there's going to be a coup attempt. It's it's going to be on Wick. So that is true. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you guys are gonna you guys are you guys are gonna kind of stick together and all head through uh, into the West Wing together. Oh, I mean, yeah, we have yeah. a, we have. I mean, Terry's our scout. Is I mean, would it be so unwise to sp- to split up? Well, I mean, if you split up and you run into trouble, then that person's going to end up fighting on their own. Um, or but Terry's very two. sneaky. Yeah, but per- Terry is sneaky, so uh, it's sort of you know it's up it's up to you guys. I think uh, Brian would tell us to stick together through uh, all. Together we will win, and only only by ourselves we will lose. Yeah, but 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 Bran also Bran also said that you know sometimes Terry can just do whatever he wants for for long stretches <laughs> of time. Um, so I think Terry might you know maybe he's gonna maybe he might take some initiative here and go out on his own and kind of see you know try to try to vanquish everything on his own here. Okay. Terry, do not listen to the evil Kobe <laughs> ethos. The Black Mamba, <laughs> the curse of the Black Mamba. Okay, so I th- I think Terry's gonna we're gonna if if. Terry's gonna listen to whatever uh, whatever Al says. So if Al says, you know, we're gonna stick together, then I think Terry's gonna uh, Terry's gonna listen to that. 
you guys are uh, so, so you guys are you sort of pass through the east door and you sort of uh, come upon a hallway. You can smell that awful stench. Um, you sort of reach another um, sort of crossroads. Um, so kind of you can smell off to like the uh, the the left into like sort of what looks like a um, into sort of you know what looks like a library. You can smell that awful stench. Um, you know, over straight ahead is what sort of you know looks like a, a, a kitchen, and uh, you know to the to the right there's some sort of like a looks like some sort of a sitting room or something like that. Um, and there's a uh, different things. So Jalen, you also sort of smell uh, that uh, sort of a, a, like a stinky sort of like glycerin type of smell. Um, uh, uh, just for a waft, just a just a whiff of it, just for a second. But you definitely smell it. This is out of the kitchen. Or the no, library? just just hit the crossroads here. Uh, it's not really in a particular direction. So it seems like you guys might have chosen wisely. How about some of my third eye um, abilities? All right. What's your What's your Arcana skill? Plus five. Okay, that's a twenty. Uh, okay, so you. You you do recognize that um, sort of the uh, Obama you, you sort of recognize this this glycerin that that the the, the Kevin Obama might be using, um, and you you know that from your arcane knowledge that uh, sort of that this might leave um, sort of a it hangs heavy in the air, but it also um, it's also uh, certain forms of violet light can sort of turn it green um, in the air. So if you were able to get some sort of a violent a violet light, you might be able to sort of uh, see actually see the glycerin in the air. So Jalen, for example, I believe your uh, cool manipulation you actually might have uh, might be able to make lights of that color if you wanted to. Uh, yeah, can, can we bring out prints? Okay, so you uh, you do manipulate the uh, the purple light. Okay. And you can sort of see the green um, leading off uh, straight ahead into the kitchen. Well, shit, let's go. Okay, all right. So you, are you guys going to rush into the kitchen as quickly as you can? Yeah, let's get in <laughs> Smarts all the way in. Okay. <laughs> all right. So you guys um, charge into the kitchen. Um, I'm going to say Smarf gets there first. Um, the door seems to be locked, though. You can't quite get through it. Do you want to try um what do you want to do about that he's my uh i can my max my max lift is like 510 so yeah i, I, I can take down doors <laughs> all right so you're just going to try and shoulder Easy. through the door and break it down oh yeah okay yeah no you roll the 16 that's center of gravity good. that's plenty good enough for the mm-hmm. beefy combat muscles of smart you smash through the door and you can kind of see um the soldiers all uh you know sort of uh, there's about about a dozen soldiers in this room and they're all around um kraus wickman um and they're sort of like you can sort of hear whoa 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 and they all sort of like hunker behind their shields they they, they all use like spears and they sort of like do like a foul necks around uh you kraus wickman and he's probably the most well protected of them and they sort of point them all at you what what are you what are you boys doing here what was that bomb all about? This is that kind of uh, Wickman. He's sort of calling out to you from behind the shields. Was well, it possible? So, so we're 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 in a kitchen right now, right? So, so yeah. Terry Terry being of the race, cook life. Does, yeah. does that give him uh. any sort of 
does that give him any sort of advantage in this environment to kind of like, boost his a, abilities? I will say, uh, I'll grant you a point of inspiration for that, um, and I'll also say that you do have um, you do have a plus two advantage on hiding rolls because you know the nooks and the crannies of the kitchen, uh, so you're able to hide. Uh, you, you get a plus two advantage on any hiding checks you might do while you're in here. Okay, so can Terry sneak to whoever seems like the leader in this kitchen? You would need to um, duck out of range and then pass 12 checks in a row, which I guess I could try. Okay. I guess I could try. Let's do it. We're going okay. for it. Terry's, Terry's going for it. Like like Brad said, he can do whatever he wants. Uh-oh. Uh, okay, pass that one. So one, two. Okay, fail. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the second. So, so you've, you've successfully hidden from two of the guards, but the third has seen you duck down behind. I want to ask the group a question in the kitchen. Uh, have any of them seen a Chris Mannix or Kevin O'Bomber walk by through here? No, well, the kind of the lead guard of the captains, uh, the lead captain of the guards says, no, I mean, we, we saw, uh, I saw, uh, you know, Michael Flogger and his men uh, went to the library and we saw Lady Abigail and her men sort of go off into the, uh, the, you know, sort of the study, but I haven't seen uh, anyone else. Uh, I haven't seen anyone uh, anyone else. We've been here protecting our master. Sir Wick, uh, we, we believe there's been an attempt on your life. Brad Stevens what? is badly hurt. And oh my god. We believe an attack is in, imminent. What? An attack? On me? But it's just me and my men in here. I, I, I trust my men. There's no way any of them could could be an assassin or anything like that. I've known all these men my, my whole life. Do you guys want to look around the kitchen? No one has sort of uh, made, a, made a perception check or anything like that about the other uh, surroundings. I have, I have good perception. Let's let's take a look around. Yeah, you want, you want, okay. Well, does Terry get a boost in this room or no? Uh, yeah, I'll say you get plus two because you're about to cook life. So, Jalen, what's Jalen? What's yours? I've been uh, plus five investigation. Plus five investigation. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so Jalen, you critically failed. Um, so you do such a bad job that you actually knock off many of the pots and pans and make uh, the guard <laughs> more suspicious of you guys. They they seem to be more on guard. And seem to be looking for like even the slightest reason to attack you guys. I say we take one more look around. Someone else. Yeah, I, I like that. Okay. Um, I think it's uh, Al. You haven't done anything. Would you like to sort of take a look around the room? Yeah. Okay. Look around the room. okay. Well, great. What have you finally passed this? Um, <laughs> you, um, Al. You kind of as you get near a guard, you sort of smell that nasty stench of uh, glycerin. Um, coming off of him um, but he doesn't also doesn't really seem to notice it um, you get close and you can see that this is sort of a normal guard but it looks like somebody sort of fastened something to the back of one of his breastplates um, mm. that you 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 can't um, quite see from here like it's kind of near wick it's on the other side of the guard wall but you can see something is sort of uh, attached to his shoulder you soldier Turn around. What? Uh, I don't. What? I, I'm not gonna do that. Um, you, you don't manage to convince him to turn around with your eroticism. No, I, I was gonna ask if I could use my uh, 
my my uh, intimidation or my persuasion to try to make him turn around. Okay, yeah. I mean, you want to pop out of hiding and try and like uh, use your eroticism to persuade him? Yes, I want to. I want to. Okay. Make some vines. <laughs> okay, you. <laughs> You make a good, a really good vine that um, sort of encourages him to. <laughs> he he lowers his shield a little bit, and you can see that there's like somebody's attached some sort of crystal contraption to the back of his shoulder. He doesn't seem to see it's there, but this crystal is spinning very fast. Um, it seems like something might happen very soon, <laughs> probably because you guys were looking around a lot and uh, <laughs> talking to a bunch of things. Um, it's very close to Wick. Um, it looks Guess like what? It's winning plays time. I think okay. I gotta I gotta go for this spinning crystal. Okay, so place. so what is your goal? Is to take out the soldier or to hit the wit hit the spinning crystal or um, what what is your or well, to you throw do, like, it off of it? Saving throw, right? Yeah, you do a, a, a saving throw. Yeah, I gotta know exactly what you want to do. Do you want to like tackle the guard? Do you want to grab the thing off his shoulder and throw it? Do you want to <laughs> strike it with your axe? <laughs> or throw your axe. Dismemberment. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with a decapitation throw. <laughs> on, on the guard? Yeah. Okay. Can't be trusted. So <laughs> smart. You're using uh, winning plays, right? Yeah. So I think you would get advantage on all your strength-based attacks, which this is one of them. Smart, you successfully... Um, decapitate the guard <laughs> with your hand axe and his body sort of slumps to the ground and the guards sort of go into an uproar. They're like furious. Uh, three, I need everyone, I'm gonna roll for initiative for everyone. What, we've, um, we've had like three DeAndre Bembry incidents this, <laughs> yeah, yeah. this game already. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nobody um, held me back, guys. Can I just say? It's not you guys. We don't have Tatum uh, also, with I'm us. Also, I'm going to grant Lucky two points of inspiration for playing his character um, in character. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he does have two points of inspiration. All right, Al, you're going to go first. It looks like this might be um, this might be a very short round of combat uh, because this crystal is still spinning very fast on this guy's shoulder. He sort of fell forward, the decapitated soldier, and he's lying there on the ground. All right, may I ask the other the other guards' reaction to this being crystal? Are they like, do they notice it? Two, two, the two guys nearest him have sort of noticed it because of the way his cape like fell up and over his decapitated head. The cape the cape was sort of covering it up now, but now they can kind of see this device. And they're sort of gesturing at it, but the threat of Smurf, who can decapitate a man with his hand axe, is, is sort of holding their attention right now. I want to try to take. I want to. I want. I want to try to take Wyke out of the room. Okay, um, you might not, you're not gonna be able to do that at first. Um, you can, you can just get to Wyke. Um, if you push through, you're gonna uh, open yourself up to attacks of opportunity, but you can probably get to him. So, do you want to try and get over to him and protect him with your shield? But you just might take some attacks along the way. Yeah, I want to get over to him with the intention to grab him and take him among okay. his guards. Okay. So, Al, you run through the room. Oh, man. All right, you run past four of the guards, and um, three of them actually hit you um, with their swords while you're going by. Uh, two of them just glance off your armor, but two and two of them just get grazing hits in, but one of them really nails you as you run by him. So 
you're going to take uh, eight total damage um, as you run through the room, pass through these five guards, but you do successfully push through like the soldiers who are protecting, um, who are sort of trying to keep you away from Wick, and you um, sort of uh, grab him and sort of uh, hide yourself behind your, your big tower shield um, in, in the corner. Um, okay. And the next turn, you might be able to sort of drag him out of the room. Yeah, Al, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go join Al over there. Okay, uh, from from my hiding spot. Okay, so you successfully sort of use your bonus, your, uh, your your bonus action to sort of get through the uh, through the things. You still have a you still have a full action once you get to the other side, though. So. Oh, uh, so can uh, I make a uh, can I make a coolness saving throw? Yeah. Try to get it on out of there. And throw it out of the room. The oh, crystal. okay. So you want to run and grab the oh, grab the crystal and throw it out of the room. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah, you do have success. What's your coolness? Uh, coolness seventeen, and then the coolness saving throw is plus five. So you kind of grab the thing, but it's sort of locked. There's like a locking mechanism that sort uh-huh. of adheres it, and glues whatever this is to the armor. But you're familiar with this, and you're able to sort of uh, uh, you you know the counter mechanisms to sort of pull this off the armor and you managed to get it off without much trouble um so now you have it and you wanted to throw it as well well so what is is the throw my only option or is it uh what, else, uh, what? i mean you could hold on to it <laughs> spinning out pretty fast <laughs> no i think i think i'm gonna uh i'm gonna try to aim it for that door over there and uh, give it a nice little toss okay all right so you throw um all right, you throw. So no, no, no matter what, it will be further from from Mr. Grossbeck, right? Yeah, yeah, and you know, you successfully, you're gonna try and throw it out of the room, right? Yeah. Okay, so Terry, you throw it out of the room um, perfectly. You actually got a critical success there, and it's a good thing you did because at that exact, but like probably about seven seconds, maybe like two turns after you throw it out of the room, it explodes <laughs> magnificently. <laughs> Um, and it just like devastates the entire room. By throwing it out of the room, you probably save the lives of all of the guards here, um, and, and pretty much everybody. Look, that just goes that just room. goes to show when Terry's when Terry's allowed to take control and, and, and do what he wants, <laughs> it's 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 best for everyone. And, and it's really you know that's that's how we're gonna have the most success here as a uh, as a team. Just just you know, just so saying. The guards look Terry, stunned. Terry, have you not been taking your custom medicine? <laughs> So the guards, the guards now look sort of stunned and um, and uh, and sort of uh, they they look a little confused. Do you want to like keep fighting them? Do you want to try and calm them down? Kalen, you you can lead, bro. Your your coolness is so cool. They'll follow you, man. Just calm them down. Tell them we were gonna save them. I'd like to persuade them all to calm down. All right, so you get a crit- you critically succeed, Jalen. You're so cool um, and erotic that you managed to uh, sort of uh, sort of make yourself heard. Well, what do you want to say to these people to sort of calm them down? I want to say uh, what Smart did was necessary. <laughs> Good start. <laughs> <laughs> He's just about that life. He's just got to like smart, a- be smart. And uh, I also want to say that uh, <laughs> we clearly just saved the day. So. You all should respect that, and we're just really cool pimps, and you should like us. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that's that's a critical success. Everybody is sort of touched by your words, um, and uh, you, they sort of lay their weapons down, and they sort of realize that you 
were just trying to save them um, and wick from the bomb. Um, and even though you killed their friend, um, some of them are still pretty upset about that. You did manage to save um, their lord, um, Gross uh, Wickback. So they're they're very they're very excited about that. The, so we're, we're out of combat now, right? Yeah, you guys are out of combat. Okay, are we still in the kitchen here? Yeah, you guys are you guys are in the kitchen now. Um, you, you do passively sort of hear a yell um, from the library. I so, think these guards. I think we can trust these guards. Uh, I say we head out and head to the library. Follow the sound. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Go to the library. Read some okay. books. Okay, so you, are you guys gonna? You guys are gonna. Um, so you guys head to the library, and there's like another uh, sort of locked door. Um, you guys can't get, get in. Do you want to try and bust it down? I'm not. It's my turn. Bust right. down that door. Okay, alright. Seventeen. you you easily uh, bust down the door and you find like another room full of guards in the library. It seems to be a two-level sort of Jesus. thing, but as you crash through the room and tumble into the library, you happen to see a horrible, ghastly, uh, horrific sight. You may have thought that you had prevented some of the worst, but what you see before you is uh, downright terrifying. The, the library is awash with dead bodies. There seems to have been guards taken out left and right. There's two levels to this library, and you can just sort of see uh, patterns of, of slashing and viscera that have been left on the bookcases. The most upsetting visage lies for you in the middle of the room. There is uh, Michael Flogger, who seems to have judging on the way that he is lying prone seems to have careened from um the the upstairs balcony he seems to have been thrown from the balcony and there's a large um magical dagger uh you, you could almost feel the magic radiating off of it protruding from his back he smells awful which makes you think that you know he might be dead but that also just could be michael flogger because he always uh, um smells terribly you said it was only guards and him in here, right? That we could see, at yeah. least? Yeah. Can we do a perception check? Yes. Uh, plus one. Okay. You sort of, uh, at the back, you notice that there's a window open, and you can see, like, a kind of a dirty footprint. Um, it looks like somebody might have stepped on Michael the Flogger um, and gotten some, some gunk on their uh, their shoes. Maybe when they were stepping over his body, it looks like they've. Uh, it looks like they stepped on the wind sill, window sill at the back, which is now ajar. Let's look out that window. Okay, you guys look out the window, and you can kind of see. Um, you see uh, somebody uh, sort of uh, scaling the fence of the, the Brand Stevens Manor, and he's sort of hopping down over onto the other side onto like a waiting horse, and he's trying to see him turn around he's got a cloak pulled up over his uh head but he sort of seems uh seems to smile and he uh you see him kind of just uh trot away and uh sort of become uh like uh like sort of fade off into the distance um it, look, it looks like uh wh whoever this guy is who got michael flogger it looks like he might have gotten away you guys might not have known that if you didn't do, do your perception check well this is very interesting <laughs> I'd love to investigate that body. Okay. Um, Al, you investigate the body. Not a very high roll, but it's okay because 
what is sort of it's it's very hold on let me see your constitution all right you, let's say you don't take any damage from michael flogger smell um you do um however sort of find uh, a note that's sort of uh left tucked on the insides of this uh Cadaver? Uh, body, yeah, this cadaver. It seems to have been like stabbed there by the uh, thing. It's a, a folded up note. You you fold open the letter and begin reading. Folks, uh, uh, welcome to my taunting letter. Uh, it's great to be here with you guys. One of the first things Michael Flogger told me uh, when I first yeah, moved out here into this room was, please don't kill me. And all I could think of was you know some of the classic hits from phoenix's 2009 album wolfgang amadeus phoenix where they sort of reinvented the french punk pop genre the hits like 1901 um you know we also had slept on hits like uh, girlfriend and armistice but you know for me i think that the the titular track was listomania and this is you know what this assassination was to me like a uh, very much a revisitation of uh, some of the, the the deeper grooves and uh, meanings that we've seen in uh, European rock. But um, I'm sorry to hear that um, you guys uh, might have murdered uh, my compatriot, Verno Christopher. But uh, I mean, look, you, you gotta be ready to uh, blow it up. Um, and when an asset like Verno um, depreciates into a corpse, uh, you've gotta know when to move on. And so that is what I'm doing. Uh, I, I respect uh, your guys' commitment to trying to stop me. I, I was only able to kill one of them, but I, I will tell you that uh, we, the Ring of Ur, uh, we will be back. Um, and I can't wait for the next time that we duel. Uh, so great to hear from you guys. Uh, sincerely, the assassin Kevin O'Bomber. Intrigue in Teddy Garden. With the dreaded Ring of Ur finally exposed and the assassin, Kevin O'Bomber, successfully escaping, our heroes may have taken some losses today. However, they managed to uh, save Coach Brand Steven from certain demise and protect Gross Wickman from a terrible bomb. With the Teddy Garden leadership not as injured as it could have been, Perhaps now will be the time for them to go back on the offensive and be sent back out into the field. But who is this Ring of Ur? What do they want? And what will happen once the coward of Saxer arrives at the Teddy Garden's door? Find out this and more on the next episode of the ATO Podcast. All right, folks. So uh, I just wanted to plug real quick from here on the other side of the river sticks. This is uh, Vern and Christopher. I am dead and decapitated. But you know what kept me alive for a long time? Endo chain mail. That is right. Endo chain mail. Some of the most premium chain mail that we have here in these parts. If you want to get your own endo chain mail subscription, you're just going to go ahead um, and send two easy payments of uh, your first and third born daughters to uh, your local lord or fiefdom, and we will return with your new customized endo chain mail um, here in the mail, provided we do not return and burn your fields down. Uh, Kevin, what do you think of all that? Well, you know, Chris, I got recently got some endo chain mail, and I love it. It's great. Um, I wore it actually out to. Um, 
you know, the local minstrel show, and they rocked, man. They were a great show. Well, Kevin, you're always seeing all these crazy bands, but you know what? If Kevin can even pull off some endo chain mail, you will love it yourself. Uh, which uh, which show were you seeing, Kevin? Uh, it was that Imogen Heap concert. Oh, that's that's a great show there, Kev. Um, so endo chain mail, once again, uh, it might ha- have protected me from dying, but it will be able to protect you. Now, uh, back to the show. Who is the shredded ring of Ur? Who was the mysterious assassin Kevin O'Bomber? And what do he and the Ring of Ur want? It may seem like they won this episode, uh, murdering Michael Flogger and getting away with it, but our heroes did manage to protect Barn Steven and Wick Grossman, and many of the Celtics leaders are still alive. Fuck. Many, uh, and many of the Teddy Gardens leaders are still alive, thanks to their efforts. Who is the leader of the Ring of Ur? What do they want? And what will happen when the coward of Saxer arrives at Teddy Gardens' front doorstep? Who is the Mind Sherpa? And what will he bring to the table? Find out all this and more on the next ATO podcast. <laughs>